You're listening to More in the Morning on News Talk 1010, Toronto. Six fifty-one is the time. Fifteen degrees. Always a pleasure on a Friday morning to say good morning to Maureen Holloway. Good morning. Hello. Another gorgeous day. I know, I know. Yesterday was spectacular. It just felt and looked like summer, didn't it? Except there's no leaves in the trees. Yeah, you know, though, I found myself going, it's too hot. No. (laughs) Yes, it's too hot for April. It's too hot. It's all wrong. The birds are confused and, you know, it's just, then we're going back to spring-like temperatures next week. But yeah, it's high 20s, beginning of April. I don't know. Okay, well, Bill Coulter is going to be joining us at 7.05 to tell us that there may be snow in the forecast next week. But there's always snow in April. There's always one little dump, and then we get on with it. (laughs) That's kind of a metaphor for life, isn't it? (laughs) Okay, Uh, let's listen to how she made the announcement yesterday. But our friend Marilyn Dennis is, she's not leaving radio, but she's leaving television. We are live today because I have a very special announcement to make. And uh, it's going to be tough for me to make this, but yep. After 13 wonderful seasons, I have decided that this is the last season of this show. And I want to be clear, I'm not retiring and I'm very, very healthy. I'm going to be 65, that's true. But life is really, really good. And I look forward to spending more time with my family, especially that beautiful granddaughter, Everly. So although I have made the decision, and I have made the decision, to step away from this show, I will continue doing the morning show on Chum 104.5. And uh, that's the show that I've been doing for the last 37 years. I'm very proud of that show. Yeah, you can applaud that. (laughs) And both of us giggle because, yeah, 37 years. (laughs) and you stumble yeah you know i know i know she kept it together it was always a question of when uh you know not if and she she pointed out and i talked to her yesterday um she's not leaving the air she's just letting go of the tv show and i thought to myself and you can certainly uh weigh in on this anybody who thinks that hosting a major market radio show morning radio show isn't a full-time job in and of itself um, I mean, I said to her yesterday, you're letting go of the wrong end. And she still has to get up at 3.30 it's true. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but still, it's uh, she's always, um, she's been our, what, what did they call her? The great white Oprah. Yes. Um, for a while, she's been an institution on, on television. And we thought she'd be here forever. And I like what uh, she does on no. TV. Because, uh, you know, I've gone over... In the glass bridge here and watched her from the control room a few times and um, yeah. there's just kind of a sauciness and a fun aspect there's nothing fluffy about Marilyn she's she's all grit but also I think it's important and, and I think she thinks it's important that we understand that she is leaving the television show on her terms which is more than some of us can say um, and you know women with with a few exceptions tend to get tend to get hustled out of their jobs, particularly when they're on television. Um, you know, the exceptions being like Joy Behar on The View, who I think is in her 80s now. Really? Leslie Stahl is another one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, Marilyn is, is doing this the way she's done, maintained most of her career, which is on her terms. And uh, so, yeah, she's not leaving. She's just not going to be on television. 
And, uh, and yeah, I mean, there's time to do other things. She's a newlywed, for goodness sake. She and Jim should be running off and doing stuff, um, you know, other than working. So we started off with a track uh, in this segment that comes from a classic album by The Police. And maybe you were aware of this group before. Seems everybody else was. I wasn't. I had this conversation this week with a guy who heads up this thing called Classic Albums Live. And I love the idea. Um, they, on stage, recreate an album and they pay, play every track and in order. And so upcoming, they're going to be doing Breakfast. Uh, is it Breakfast in America? Or yes. Okay, so yeah. uh, they're going to be doing Breakfast in America. Oh, they're also no, going to do uh, so, Synchronicity. Oh, classic rock. I thought you meant classical music. <laughs> no. <laughs> when you suggested the topic, I thought, oh, they're going to perform like, the way Bach had his albums. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, classic rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that is interesting because the whole concept of an album... Uh, is is kind of foreign to to kids these days. I know because every, all songs are always released on their own, and uh, you never get a chance to appreciate how these these albums are curated, right? I mean, they're basically the, the tracks are put put out in a, a certain order, which you know means a lot to people of our generation, but nothing to to millennials and post. So that's interesting. Yeah, because I mean. I, all of us had, if you're of a certain age, the experience of going to A&M or A&A Records or whatever, or Sam the Record Man, buying an album, coming home, putting on the, the headsets with Dad's hi-fi and putting the album on. You get to the end of the first and side. And reading the liner notes. Yes. And reading then the liner notes while you... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Primitive. <laughs> Okay, so I mean the vinyl, the, the, the vinyl's still a big deal. I mean, my younger son has a turntable, so he's acquainted with that. But um, but yeah, it is a bit of a niche thing. Listening to albums or now watching them being performed. But sure, yeah. What's your what 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 would you go and listen to? Um, probably, let's see, Sergeant Pepper's. I might go to. Um, oh yeah, because yeah, synchronicity. All the Beatles albums. It. Yeah. No? No, I'm a huge... I, the police were everything to me, but I can't stand synchronicity. It was once declared to be the most pretentious album ever recorded. <laughs> okay, well, we know what you won't go and listen to. Yeah. Uh, Harry is going to his father's coronation, but uh, Megan is staying home, so they're just like every other family. I'm not going to the wedding. Yeah. Well, you know, she's damned if she does, or if she doesn't, the uh, the tabloids are skewing her already, skewering her um, in uh, in England, saying Charles was there for her at her wedding, because if you remember, she, he walked her down the aisle, and uh, and she's not there for him. But, I mean, you know, it's not about them, and uh, and... I, I, I find that I, I'm in a position of defending Megan more often than not. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the right thing was for, is for her to stay home because she'll be a distraction. Um, but do, have you heard, Charles is rehearsing I know. for the coronation, which is May 6th, and he's had a dress rehearsal and he claims his robes are too heavy. Yes. He complains a lot. Have you noticed? <laughs> well, his pen what? doesn't work. The, <laughs> the peasants are revolting. He's always complaining. Heavy are the shoulders that wear the robes. And, uh, you know, it's just for one day while you're going to be crowned. Well, maybe suck it up, Buttercup. I forgot about that video of him in the pen, and I, I thought that was hilarious. It's blasted pen. <laughs> it's like you're the king of England. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the robes are too heavy. The crown doesn't fit well. And oh, Charles, really? Come on. It's will you be, be getting up in the morning okay. to watch that? <laughs> will you? I mean, I will because no. I can't resist that stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll watch the highlights. Um, I, 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 I think they do these things really well. I mean, what have we seen? We saw Prince Philip's uh, funeral. We saw the Queen's funeral. Uh, the, the the pomp and the ceremony is gorgeous, but I don't think I'm going to get up early. I'll I'll, I'll wait for the highlight reel. Okay. Uh, what's going on on uh, women of ill repute? This week we have uh, we have um, Cynthia Lois and Josie Die who have a podcast themselves called Unmentionables, where they talk about things that that we don't talk about. Uh, not just you and me. <laughs> yeah. You and I talk about pretty uh, you well know, everything. Just, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but they talk about the embarrassing things, you know, bodily fluids and 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 uh, social accidents and um, and that yeah, they're they're just absolutely adorable and uh, fearless. So we thought we'd give them uh, uh, um, a leg up, as it were, and uh, so you'll find them this week on Women of Ill Repute. Thank you very much, Mo. Have a good weekend. You too, John. Maureen Holloway, podcaster, Women of Ill Repute, with Wendy Mesley.